Welcome back to Sustainably Influence, the podcast guiding you through the minefield of sustainability with your hosts Charlotte Williams and Bianca Foley. This season we'll be interviewing experts in sustainability and ethical living to shed a little light on the many terms used across industries, discussing the different aspects of living a conscious lifestyle and how we can do our bit to make a difference. On today's episode, we spoke to cult jewellery brand owner Monica Vinader about the launch of her new collection made from 100% recycled silver. Founded in 2002, the Monica Vinader brand has created collection after collection of beautifully designed jewellery, a lot inspired by Monica's travels and vintage pieces she has collected over the years through friends and family. Roll on 2020 and we see Monica Vinader's first ever collection made from 100% recycled sterling silver in collaboration with leading sustainable fashion influencer, Doina. How exciting. So thank you so much for joining us. Um, let's get into the questions. So what was your background before Monica Vinader, the brand, and how did you get into jewellery designing? So I trained, I trained at art school. So I went to, to art school for four years and got a job with a jewellery company completely um, by chance. So I got my sort of training in jewellery by going to Birmingham to the jewellery quarter and learning about casting and setting and and the jewellery industry. Then I went on to the kind of travel industry with my husband for about 12 years before I came back into into jewellery. But I suppose I always carried on kind of designing and throughout the years and I sort of picked it up again but I did have a sort of a 12 year sort of different life and a different career before I came back back to jewellery. It's, it's so interesting actually a lot of people that I've spoken to that have jewellery brands or have started a jewellery brand more recently they've always done something else and then come back to it because that's their passion and their love and you're speaking to two members of like your fan club here <laughs> Talking previously before recording that we were talking about a barbecue that um Charlotte held and half of the group were wearing Monica pieces and it was so nice because the day after Charlotte was actually shooting at the office with you and it was just so nice I think for us to know that we're we're big fans and we're all wearing pieces but for you as the creator of the brand who's been your most exciting I guess spot so I still, I will still maintain that my most exciting spot is the next person that walks through the door that's wearing my jewellery because I just, my brand is made for every woman and for all of us. And I just get excited to see how different people wear it. Um, I just get excited going to the hairdresser and my hairdresser has just bought himself a new Alta necklace and a matching bracelet. And to me, that kind of really makes my day. But I suppose I, I did have a sort of surreal moment in, I think it was 2015 or so when... Um, the Duchess of Cambridge wore one of our diamond pieces to a very, I don't know, it was a really big party and it was in the cover of the Times magazine and we were sitting in a cafe in Florence and my friend from New York sort of turned around and said, isn't that the Duchess of Cambridge wearing one of your Riva collections? And it was sort of the most incredible, I mean, it completely made my holiday actually, but it really was an incredible moment because she has got such, you know, an incredible style and has got so many options in her life that to have to see her come out and, you know, wearing our pieces was, was incredible. But I really do maintain that for me still, it's when I see you in a on a video wearing my signature bracelet, that is what makes my day. I love it, love it, love it, love it. And I'm sitting here feeling very, very special right now, actually. Say that. It's, it's really nice because I think I've been wearing your pieces. I can't even remember. I think my mum and sister bought me the coin bracelet. It must have been about 24, 25, so maybe 10 years ago. I want to say 
Really? Yeah, so I've, I've been wearing the brand a very long time. <laughs> That's really great. That is that is amazing. And I actually bought my mother-in-law some earrings for her birthday in June from you, so I'm glad. <laughs> so we're just keeping, keeping the brand going. Um, so talking about all your different collections and all the very, very beautiful pieces that you create, your new collection with Doina is a very special one. Uh, could you tell us a little bit more about it and how it came about? Yeah, it it is special. It's very special on many on, on on a few on a few levels. One because I think Doina is a really special person. I think um, as a female, she's just got such a strong kind of point of view and such a strong style. And and I always have been very sort of drawn to her sort of being such a passionate advocate for change uh, and for, within the fashion industry and in and so, such a passionate spokesperson for sustainability that I think. I've always been kind of attracted to her and, and what she's been saying and, and to be able to work with her was a real kind of privilege. And actually, we were both on a sustainability, Cambridge sustainability uh, course, um, kind of virtual one. And we didn't even, I didn't even know she was on it. And I, we started working together and found out that we were both in the same course, which was, which was amazing. But we kind of hit it off. And it was at the time when we were, we had started the process of, uh, turning all of our silver to recycle silver, which it, you know has been quite an ongoing project. And as we were doing that, we also kind of met and and it sort of we gelled together and we very much quickly decided that we wanted to to do something together. Oh, fantastic! Oh, I love that. And also, it's just such a big move. To it's not only the collection that is a big statement; it's the fact that you have um, made the statement that by the end of this year, you will be moving fully into using recycled sterling silver for the whole of your um, new collections and, and products, which is such a big deal for the industry. And I feel like a lot of people will be following on from your example. So as amazing as that sounds, how long does it take to actually put that process into action? Because I imagine it wasn't as easy as, oh, we're just going to go to recycled silver now. <laughs> no, I think, look, I think, Anything that that we do with with kind of manufacturing and on the sustainable front is definitely it takes quite a lot of planning and you know it takes a lot of kind of changing of mindset and and then you need to put it into process and any, everything that we we do with sustainability we want to make sure that it is certified and and it's measurable etc. So in order to do that you have to put quite a lot of things in place. So with the recycled silver it started it, it started well well I would say almost a year and a half ago because. I felt, you know, we we are obviously using a lot of silver, and as part of the jewellery making process, we we recycle the silver you cast, and then you use what you've cast the piece, and then you discard the rest and melt it and and recycle it again. So, the the, the recycling is part of the process, and. I was frustrated that we were buying kind of fresh mined silver to start with when I know there's a lot of kind of silver in circulation in, in the world that could be recycled. And But I, I needed to find the right partners to do that because I needed to get certifications and then I needed to get all of my workshops and all of my supply chain to really buy into it. Um, and then I needed to put the processes to check that it was really being carried out. And, and it, it took a while. And so when we met, we met with Doina and we knew that we wanted to do that. We said, OK, let's make the challenge was we will launch Doina in July 20, 2020 with our first recycle kind of collection. And we actually ended up launching in August because of COVID. We were delayed by about six weeks, but it has been a long time in planning. And I think 
I suppose as as a company, we've always focused on kind of the quality of our materials, where our materials come from, because we use Vermeil, which is, you know, made of solid silver and gold, you know, the silver was a really important part of it. So that was one of the big focuses and is part of one of the things that we do. But I suppose our sustainability is not just about the materials. That's one part of it. But, you know, the responsible manufacturing is a really, really big part of, of what we do within our sustainability pledge. Absolutely love that. It's something we talk about a lot because for us, sustainability, it's a word that encompasses so much. And I think it's mis- it's misunderstood by a lot of people. And when we talk about sustainability, we talk about everything that comes into being a conscious consumer. So be that ethically sourced products, the people that are creating your products, how are they treated? So it's really exciting to, to know that we are supporting a brand um, and have been apparently for the last 10 years <laughs> that actually care about the people that um, that they work with. And I've actually been to your office and met your team and they absolutely adore you. So that it's obviously true to the brand um, and not just marketing ploy because everyone absolutely loved being there. So that was great. Also, just to note, your office is the most incredible office I've ever been to. <laughs> it's really it's really lovely i mean it's a great place to work and 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 i think what's been what what's allowed us also to kind of deliver this recycled uh sort of silver promise to our customers has been really the incredible relationship we've had with our supply and part partners because in the same way that you know you saw our office and our community <coughs> in norfolk it really the, the our supply chain is is a huge community i've worked with them for 12 years they're a lot of it's family-run businesses. I know their children. We go there all the time. We sort of audit and, and have visibility of what they do. We've been working so closely with them. I mean, I still work with the same guy who cut my first stone 12 years ago. He's still there cutting my stones. I mean, it's a very, I know the people that are making the jewellery. It's a real sort of joint kind of effort. And that's why we were able to put this in place, because they believed in what we were saying and what we were saying about recycled silver and why it was so important. And recycled silver is just one part of the sustainability kind of pledge that we've taken. So there's lots more coming and they're really working with us to do that because we have such a great relationship and they 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 believe in the same values that, that we believe in and we work really closely together. And that's key. It's not just a some factory somewhere that we send things to. It's a really, really close relationship. And that's really lovely to hear. I love that community and it's got that kind of family bond there where you build up that relationship with them and then they understand where you're coming from as a brand and as a manufacturer and you want to you want to be conscious, you want to be more mindful and if somebody that you're working with can understand and then run with it, it makes the process for you so much easier. Yeah, and I think when with with when we started working, we started very much trying to understand where did, where did our stones come from? Where were they mined? You know, we obviously very kind of early on sort of, you know, at, you know, with the diamond process as well, you know, we made sure that everything was part of the Kimberley process. And, you know, we just really look at all the kind of sourcing of the stones. And we looked at, you know, who was cutting our stones, how they were working. We are members of the Responsible Jewellery Council. We audit them. It's it's really, it's really, and so this is just one part of a much, much kind of deeper set of uh, things that we do to to make sure that the way we produce is responsible there is so much to it it's not just about the materials it's is very much about the way you behave and the people as well it's it's all part of the same thing 
That's brilliant. Very much. I'm hearing lots of focus around the idea of humans being part of the business process. And that's something that I, when I talk to businesses large and small, I think sometimes it's forgotten that humans make your products, humans buy your products, humans market your products, humans consume your products. It's it's all about people. And I think we do forget that. So that's really lovely to hear. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I grew up in, in, in Madrid and my mother had an antique business and um, in Madrid and in Spain, there's so much craft around, um, you know, that, that doesn't exist here. So, for instance, my mother would take me to her jeweler and would get something repaired or to the leather guy and get something repaired. And I got to see how important the quality, the artisanal sort of side of things were. Those people, we used to have amazing times and conversations in their little workshops, how they fixed the, the people that fixed the furniture, the people that, you know, there's, there was specialities for all those things. And and really what made those products wasn't just the way they'd been made, but it was also the way they'd been fixed, the way they'd been repaired, the people that made them. And there's a real kind of focus on on that craft and that craftsmanship and those specialities. And I sort of, I kind of grew up with that. So I've always been interested in how things are made and who make things, who are the people that make them. I think that's part of the, the magic of, of, of everything. And I think a handcrafted product has the quality of the materials, but also the input of the hands. I mean, we have an expression, our, our head designer always says that some of our pieces feels like they've been touched by a thousand thumbs, but it kind of really is the way that they're made. They're made by hand, lots of hands go into it and lots of sort of good intentions and people trying to polish things better and make it look better or cut a facet in a certain way. And that makes a product so much more special and I think with jewellery which is so you wear so close to you and it's so talismanic I think you really feel that you feel that craftsmanship and and to me that's part of the the magic of, of making jewellery really oh beautiful and thinking <laughs> so thinking about um magic and people making jewellery in yeah. terms of collaboration with Doina how did it work in terms of the designs and the partnership in general yeah it, um, in terms of the creative process? Well, it was really, I mean, I suppose I've just done two jewellery collaborations. I did one with Caroline Issa last year and one with Doina. We have Caroline's biggest fans over here. Just the most divine person in the world. Um, and actually, you know, both those collaborations had one thing in common, is that we did, we were able to do two things. We immediately kind of hit it off and, and it all went really smoothly and, and it sort of flowed really well. And I think we both, for both collections, and I definitely think you can see that with Doina, is that we had a little bit of Doina and a little bit of us. And it was both of us challenging, you know, and pushing each other a little bit into, into another direction. And it worked so, so well. And we basically did what we did with Caroline. We showed uh, Doina, she brought in some mood boards and some ideas, and we had some materials. We had this the chain, and she was playing with the chain. We literally like the cross ring that I'm wearing, it was, you know, we were playing with the chain and she was kind of twisting it over her thumb and, you know, playing with it. And it was just really, really quickly, we kind of came up from a sort of starting point. We came up with a collection very, very fast. And it was, we were all very aligned very quickly. And I think the one thing we obviously, we knew that it was going to be made out of recycled silver. So that was really important. And the other thing that I think attracted Doina a lot to our collection, she was a big fan of Alta which is our chain collection, which has kind of clasping links and is quite versatile. She wanted to make her collection really, really versatile with lots of interchangeable built-in ideas because the idea of sustainability for me, and I think for her also, is that 
you buy things that you really love that are really well made that are going to last you a long time but that you're going to get a lot of wears out of and the idea of wearing something a lot because it's well made and you can wear it a lot and it's versatile so you can turn a pair of earrings into a pendant or a pendant you can two chains you can attach a bracelet to a necklace and make it longer all of those things had to be built into the collection so that you had versatility as a way to make the usage of the collection a lot broader and longer and we really kind of build that into this collection which I'm really kind of excited about because I do really believe in buying something that you wear a lot and that you get a lot a lot of use out of because it's sitting in your jewelry box kind of does no, no good to anyone yeah I 100% agree that's my kind of whole ethos when I buy anything is it's got to be versatile. How many ways can I wear something? How long will I have it for? So yeah, that's that speaks to me as a consumer completely. And you know, I mean, I remember when I was, I mean, you know, I grew up in a very sort of very traditional, you know, in Spain, you know, things are, you know, people have shirts made and every everything is sort of a bit more bespoke. But I remember mum saying to me, you'll get lots of wear out of that. If you buy the better quality, you'll get a lot of wear. You just need to buy one. And you always think about, how many wears you get out of something. And actually that's what really kind of matters with kind of clothes and things is how much you use it and and not just moving on to always to the next thing. You know, it's it's to me that's and I think that's really important today. I think we've slightly lost a little bit of that. Maybe shows how old I am, but No, I agree with you. I agree with you. We have lost we've definitely lost that. I think everything's so fast and everything's so immediate now to the point that there's no care thrown into anything i think people still because i i i think you're the same aren't you charlotte we kind of mend our stuff kind of with the idea of fix it don't throw it away i mean i've grown up in a house where i never bought anything that my mother didn't take it in or take it out or adjust it or mend it or fix it or it's it's a very you know it's like i said growing up in madrid it's like if something was broken you go to the guy and he will repair the leather and these days, people just throw things away. I mean, it's yeah. it's strange, but I guess it depends on your upbringing. Because my nan um, was a dressmaker by trade, so we had access to her. But if you didn't have someone who is like that, and I know your mum Bianca, um, when you were younger, was very crafty and hand hands on as well. So I just we had a similar conversation with my boyfriend and I um, the other night. He was like, "We've got some boxes underneath our bed, and we have to have them as material." because the bed's quite low, so you can't put plastic boxes underneath for storage. So I've got these material ones, but the zip is broken. And he was, oh, I need to buy some new ones. And I was like, no, they're fine, but the zip is broken. We can just take them to my nan's house and she can mend the zip. And he was like, no, it's just quicker to, to buy some. And I was like, no, oh my goodness. It's really interesting, Charlotte, because that's, that's also why, one of the reasons why we launched this sort of, we tried to sort of talk a little bit more about our repair sort of lifetime service, because our jewelry comes with a lifetime repair service because jewelry can always be repaired, right? And we can repair it and we can also, we can recycle the silver and give you a new one and not waste the silver. And and we, we've always done that. We have a five-year warranty because we want people to know that they can wear it forever, but also we have this lifetime repair service. And and this year, when we, when we launched the Recycle Collection with Doina, we're also kind of encouraging people to send us any silver or gold that they want to recycle and we'll recycle it for them and we'll give them a voucher because rather than just kind of chuck it away and so we had a little repair and recycle station uh, set up in Selfridges uh, to celebrate kind of Earth Day we, we we sort of did a sort of little repair station with them but it's a service that we offer because I think people forget that we really are here to repair 
something that you love and you continue to use it again and again because our pieces can always be repaired and we'll always stand by that because to me that that's key if you love something you know why why would you just chuck it away i mean it just makes no sense and um that's one of the things that has always been one of the kind of key promises of, of of our brand and we've always done that we've not shouted about it as much as we should have done and uh i suppose repair is not it's not a really fashionable thing to shout about but it's so important right it is so important it's getting more fashionable and it's getting definitely getting more trendy so we need to make, I, it, more, we need to make it more fashionable <laughs> yeah. I that's, that's why we're here <laughs> I think definitely with lockdown and the pandemic in general, um, consumer habits have changed. I did a talk about this yesterday um, with a rental company, but we're saying how it, stats have shown consumer habits have changed. People are spending less. They're buying more um, in terms of um, investment pieces and making them last for longer. They're focusing on how to wash things properly and just to get more wear out of things that they own. And I think that's something that, is the best trend I'm seeing and most exciting trend that I'm like I want to be a part of because washing is something I'm still getting to terms with we talk about it on the podcast every single episode I'm I shrink a lot of things I'm not great but I'm I really am a believer in if you take care of your clothes properly they can last forever so I give a lot of my great stuff to my mum or my nan to make sure that they take care of it for me um but I think just little things like that knowing that you can fix it knowing that you can fix the, a link on, on, a, on a chain or on a bracelet, whatever it might be. Um, some, a stone may fall out of your earring and you can get it resold. Get it. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And it's just a different mindset. And I guess, yeah, I mean, I think I do think things are changing a little bit and people are getting more uh, more conscious about not just, you know, how they consume, but also I think in a world where, you know, we, we are facing this kind of current situation. I think we, we definitely want to hold on and look after what we've got, which is fantastic for the planet. So from my perspective, it's a great, it's a great trend. I'm into it. So our final question of today, which I feel like might be a difficult one, is from your collection with Zoina, what is your favourite piece? Oh, I mean, I, I'm completely mad <laughs> in Zoina. Um, I think probably my favorite piece is the wide, our wide chain necklace, because um, I love the fact that you can wear it at the front and you can attach a pendant on the clasp. I love the way it just sits straight with that, with the clasp at the back. But mostly what I love about it is the craftsmanship of the chain and how it moves. It's very fluid and it kind of sits on the collarbone and it's really light to wear. And it's very, very elegant. And I guess it reminds me of all the kind of 1950s sort of Italian uh, jewellery that my mother used to have, that she always used to show me how the chain works. And I always kind of, she was always so obsessed with the quality and the craftsmanship and how it was designed and made. And it reminds me of that. And uh, and it is actually Italian made. And and I, so, I love, I love that quality, that Italian craftsmanship. And I love the way it sits on the neck and the way it kind of looks. And it looks really lovely, layered with lots of chains. So that's probably my top pick from Doina. She's sitting there holding the chain. What, would that be your top pick as well? I think so, yes. I'm, you, yeah. I can't see you very well. Is that what you're wearing? Yeah, got it on. Oh, my God. Well done, you. Um, it, it's funny because that's exactly what I liked about it. Because it's versatile and because the chain is a really fluid movement. Yeah, it's so beautiful. <laughs> 
yeah, I was looking at it yesterday and I love the fact that I can swap it around and stick something on the clasp so that you can change it to something with a pendant. And it's just, it's so pretty. I love and it. I don't know if you've seen Doina recently, but she's been wearing, she's been adding the bracelet to the necklace and making into a longer necklace and it looks oh. a million dollars. Yeah. I'm going to do that now. It's real beauty. I absolutely love the little green um addition to the pendant oh, the on the green onyx yes Are they onyx? yeah so that on the earrings which i've i've got a photo of me wearing them beautiful with the little huggies yeah. and then also just i've got the um one of the thinner necklaces with the um with the onyx pendant on which i'm really excited which i didn't realize that you could um, move the thicker chain around and put that on so i'm going to try that tomorrow when i go out i know um, i know we, we 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 there's lots more we need to tell people how they can sort of be versatile and play with it because it's such a versatile collection and mm. the lariat the little necklace that you say they can be worn as a lariat as well that is yeah. literally flying out the door i mean it is yeah. unbelievable yeah it's gone crazy those necklaces from doina have gone completely crazy yeah Oh, I love that. I'm so pleased. Um, it's such an exciting collaboration to sell out and to be, you know, people for people to be excited about because it stands for something important. It stands for something important, and and it's it's so lovely to 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 wear, and it's a little bit different for us, but also is very us and is very Doina, and that's what we wanted. We wanted to make it very her and very us at the same time. Yeah. Well, you nailed it. Oh, so thank you. Thank you so much for coming on today. It was so nice to speak to you again and hear more of your story because I just find it so interesting and hearing all your your wisdom and um, stories from when you lived in Spain and your upbringing. Just, yeah, it's fascinating. Well, thank you, ladies. I really appreciate you having me on this. It's been really fun. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs>